Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. I'm excited to be here today with the guests that we have, and I know you're going to be excited to hear the guests that we have today. We have the one, the only, Bruce Anderson. Thank you for being here. Yeah, excited to be here. And I tell you, that introduction makes it even more exciting, so thank you. (laughs) Yes, and you know, everyone knows who you are, and we're going to get into that, and um, but I don't know that everyone's heard your story and kind of where you started and how you got to where you are today. I mean, the trucks are everywhere. Everyone knows Charles Anderson Lawn Care, right. and you've made quite the name for yourself in this community. And so I want to know how that all happened and kind of your background. So yeah. that's how we're going to start this today. Yeah. And so I will let you share kind of tell me what your background is and what got you to where you are today. Yeah, so, um, you know, what got us to where we're at today is, first off, a great group of people behind us. Mm, perfect. We, um, I, I say every day, our team is, if we put, in our industry, we put them up against anybody in the country, and I Love always it. like to give them the credit, because that's where it starts at, but just a quick backstory on me, I'm, I'm 38 years old, Okay. Uh, born and raised in South Boston, glad to be from Halifax County, but just uh, had a good opportunity, make the most out of it. Uh, growing up, my brother Kyle and I, uh, our dad always encouraged us to have public jobs. Mm. Uh, started working in the lawn care business, helping him. Uh, you know, growing up, we were always there with him on Saturday mornings. He worked at Presto, and he had the lawn care business on the side. We would go with him on the weekends and the evenings. I so love that. I tell people all the time I have 38 years experience. <laughs> Realistically, probably started working in the business 12 or 13 years old. Okay. Uh, When I was 15, I went to work at Billy's Steakhouse, worked there Thursday and Fridays. Uh, My first... um, What did you do there? I would bust tables, wash dishes. Okay. That that was really neat and got to, um, you know, get some experience in working for other people. From there, I went to work for Jeff Henderson at Bridgeview. Okay. Uh, pump gas for a year and a half, two Look years. Look at that, and, yeah. Uh, Jeff uh, takes a lot of credit in molding me to who I am today. <laughs> and from, um, from Bridgeview, I went to work at A&E Racecar. So, have some experience working for other industries. And that was something my dad always encouraged me to do. Really had... Um, Really didn't have the passion or the drive to take over the family business. Sure. We were, we always worked in it, even working other public jobs, always come back and worked in the family business, um, you know, weekend, snow removal, or whatever it was. Uh, graduated high school, was working at A&E Race Cars, made the decision to, um, as I was going to DCC, to work in the family business just part-time. Mm-hmm. I have a degree in criminal justice. Okay. Uh, I want to be a state trooper. Yeah. Um respect our law enforcement to know in very, very yes. passionate about that and appreciate what they, the men and women do every day. And that, that's what I wanted to be. Um, my stepfather's a state trooper, looked mm-hmm. up to him tremendously, still look up to him. Yes. And, and so that's a, something I wanted to do. Well, on the way back from DCC during my, getting my degree there, uh, my dad was in a wreck. So mm-hmm. right over here on Broad Street, a car pulled out in front of him. And I did not he, know that. He actually broke his neck. And um, wow. so he was going to be out of work for at least two months. Mm-hmm. So it went from that day coming back, Kim Willis, our office manager yep. now going on 20 years. Um, she said, hey, where are you at? And I said, I'm coming. Um, I was actually passing Jeans Orange Market. Remember like it was yesterday. She's like, your dad's been in a wreck. Mm. And she said, you know, you probably ought to go over and check on him when I get there. Saw how bad it was. So I went from coming back and getting ready to start mowing grass that afternoon and probably going and working on a car after that or yeah. something 
to, um, hey, what are the guys will do tomorrow? Wow. Hey, what, 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 what's tomorrow look like? What's the next day look like? So it, that's really how it happened. So I went in from um, going to school to coming back, working in the afternoons in the business. This was probably in 03, 04. Um, from there, I really started seeing avenues we could grow. My dad had about five or six full-time employees then. And yeah, just from there, it went, just took off. And that's been, you know, four, uh, I'm sorry, been 19 years ago now almost. And um, wow, just, um, just working through it, trying to figure it out. And and uh, it's been a, been a roller coaster since then. Yeah. We've, we've grown tremendously. And the one thing my dad did, he, he gave me, he's done a lot for me, but he gave me a great opportunity. And once he saw my passion and working in the business and taking it over in 05, so yeah, we're going on 17 years now. Of me wow. The and um, he's never really got in my way. You know, he's always helped me and been a part of it and, got, and guided me and helped me make decisions. But we've really never butted heads on direction because mm -hmm. he knew I was passionate about it. So that's kind of a brief story how yeah. we ended up there. but. A lot of good people along the way. A lot of good team members. That's amazing. So when you started this, well, you know, you had to take over mm -hmm. unexpectedly. You said there were five to six? Yes, ma'am. And how many do you have now? We're a little over 50 right now. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's tremendous growth. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and that is a lot to juggle. It is. And so I want to know how you juggle it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... I like to call it organized chaos, to be okay, honest good. with Okay, yes. good. Um, yes. Uh, that's being very transparent. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's been in stages. We, we went back from, um, we went to 10 employees. We went yep. to 15. We went to 20. And we hung around 20 to 25 for a mm -hmm. long time. And then we kind of got over 30. And, you know, it, it, it's been incremental. And it's it's been manageable growth, I guess you would say. And juggling it all has just, uh, I feel like one of my strong points is being I'm pretty patient as far as listening to people and working with people and understanding what's going on. So just trying to always see the good in every situation yeah. has helped me juggle it more than anything. We've got staff that's been with us. Like I mentioned, Kim, she's been yeah. with us going on 20 years. Um, my right hand on the landscaping side of things, Josh Sheila, he's been with us over 10 years. So that that's how I've juggled it. Yes. You know, been able to hire people and, and people have been able to grow in the company and they, they helped me tremendously. Yeah. I mean, 50 people that's a, that's a lot we're not we're not even close to that right now and i can only imagine so congratulations on that and having you know great people behind you like you first said when we opened this up um i can truly see that and hear that and i want to know so you came into this unexpectedly and now you're leading all of these people what characteristics that you possess do you feel has helped you most in what you do that, that, that's a great question. So, you know, being patient, being able mm -hmm. to see. Um, so the way we organize and structure things at our company, our team leaders are looking at today. Yep. Our managers are looking at tomorrow. And I'm looking that. at six months down the road. I love that. So even though that I'm involved in, in all of the scheduling meetings and, and sales meetings and stuff like that on a daily basis, the um, trying to see the bigger picture. So, mm -hmm. And I would like to share this one thing that I'm very passionate about the green industry, the landscaping industry, yeah. is um, it's a it's a big misconception, right? So people, I've, in the last few weeks, I, I guess you're glad grass is going to stop growing. <laughs> Where yeah. grass is, is such a small yeah. part of what we do. I had a uh, crew on the way to Eastern Carolina this morning yeah. to ECU University. And, so um, cool. you know, we were going to work on an athletic field. So over our, you know, less than 10% 
of our team mows grass. You know, and, mm. and it's just such a small, it's what makes us, it's what mm. makes us be able to, we're passionate about managing properties. Love it. So we want to take care of all your outdoor needs from your patios to your design to, you know, we've even kicked around getting into Christmas lighting. It's something, that, another direction. We Very needed. So, but, um, but yeah, so some things I think that, that allows me to, to, to be successful is being able to see the bigger picture, wanting to invest in people. I am passionate about changing the mindset of the green industry. We want to be able to pay people professional wages. Love it. And hire educated people that are passionate about it the way we are. Mm-hmm. Just like you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you got to want to enjoy what you do. So being able to see the bigger picture, being able to kind of find the right people who fit in that mold. Um, even though my wife may disagree, <laughs> I am patient at work. You know, maybe not so much at home and... My wife is the backbone to me and, yeah. and support me, and she puts up with a lot, and I appreciate her. Mm-hmm. Probably should say that several <laughs> times through this, but um, she she is a big part of it too for us getting to this point. But just being patient and being able to see the big picture, because it's um, in the beginning I wanted everything to happen overnight, like yes. I wanted um, employee handbooks, I wanted policies, I wanted everything in seven days a week, and I finally realized I couldn't do it all yep. in one week. So just seeing the bigger picture, knowing where we're going. And, um, you know, I know you guys are very passionate about y'all's direction yes. and we are too. We, we talk about a year from now. We talk about three Love to it. five years from now. And, and for us, our big drive is changing the mindset of our industry, that it is a career. And that, that's what drives yes. me. So. Yes. And so how would you describe your leadership style? The uh, kind of echo and just what I said, yeah. patient. I'm a micromanager to a fault. Okay. And that's one thing I'm trying to work on is, is some of our team has developed and grown and, mm-hmm. into some manager roles. Um, we have we have a great management team with Josh and uh, Casey and John and um, Dave and Tim now, So and Kim in the office. Mm-hmm. And just uh, my management style, I'm trying to migrate away from micromanaging, but I still am now. When you've done it for so long by yourself, as far as managing, you, you still got to have your hands on it. And one thing I take a lot of pride in is if anyone says Bruce said, yep, they can take it to the bank. Yeah. And like, and and that's what you know. I want to make sure that my managers deliver that. We're only as good as our word. We're in a small town, and we want people to know that if we said it, it's gonna happen. And if it can't, we're gonna call you back. So I'm trying to work away from my micromanaging style <laughs> and allow people to do their job that, that they're really good at. And, um, you know, just trusting people and I'm getting better at that. So, and, and just letting them do their job. But my management style is probably micromanaging. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way not to say that, but that's just the truth. Hey, and that's yeah. okay yeah. because you're so passionate about it. And, you know, with passion comes wanting to do it the right way every time and never upset anyone and yeah. being in a small town, it's yeah. tough, you yeah. know? And I tell people all the time, like it's, you know, not every client's the right fit for you, right? You True. Know, like, you know, sometimes you have good, good, um, good relationships with your 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 clients, and sometimes you struggle. But in South Boston, Virginia, you're probably gonna see them at dinner or at church or something. Yes. So like, you can't. It, you've always got to try to go above and beyond, and and that's easy for us. You know, we we instill that from day yep. one to our team members all the way to the top. So, um, we we tell our guys in training, look. If it's the difference between making money or making somebody happy, we're going to make them happy. Love it. Now, we can't lose money every day. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, like, that's how passionate we yeah. are about customer service. And I take a lot of pride walking into somewhere or somebody, 
you know, saying thank thank you or telling us mm-hmm. about the telling me about the experience they mm-hmm. had. And now that they're like, you know, Josh and the team or Marcus and the guys or Casey, like I love it that it's not all Charles and Bruce. Mm. That that is something I've worked really hard deal. on and, and like um whenever I get a compliment I'm quick to pass it to the team. Because it is a team that done it. Mm-hmm. One person, it's not one thing we do in our business that one person can do. It yeah. takes us all, from the mm-hmm. ladies up front to the mechanic or whatever. It takes everybody. Well, speaking of that, I mean, every, I can say, I could probably say everyone in Halifax County knows who Bruce Anderson is. <laughs> <laughs> Between racing and the business and in your personal life, everyone knows who you are. And I mean, I, you are a local celebrity um, <laughs> and I want to know what, I mean, how does that make you feel when you walk into a room and everyone knows who you are, whether you're at the grocery store, you go out to eat, you're walking anywhere. I mean, just walking into our office today, you were stopped by people yeah. out here. So, yeah. so, um, so I'm a people person, right? Yeah. So I, I love to talk. I love people. Um, you know, sometimes my wife probably would like to go to dinner and I actually right. just talk to her and sit right. everybody around. So I consider all that to be a blessing, yeah. you know, and, and, and just to be able to do the things I've done and meet people. Mm-hmm. And I'm very motiva- motivated by yeah. people. And, you know, I want, I want to make people happy, which sometimes, um, sometimes, you know, you set yourself up to get hurt that way sure. when, when you take everything personal. But I'm willing to keep that mentality and that attitude because it's a lot more good things that come out of that mm-hmm. instead of bad things. But I just appreciate people that talk to me and, and wanting to get to talk to me. And, and I want to get to know them. Yeah. When, when I go somewhere or go into a room, I always, I try to, I really try to work the room. Like I try to speak to everybody. I'm a hugger and a handshaker. Mm-hmm. COVID is about killing me from that standpoint. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally have to put my hands in my pocket not to hug people. Wow. You know, and it's it's just, and I, that's something that I really get from my dad. My dad's a great yeah. people person. Mm-hmm. And just from a young age, he would always tell me to introduce myself to people. And, and that that is probably one of the biggest things I got from my dad is, is my people skills. But but yeah, just, just blessed to know people, blessed to have gotten to do different things. And racing is a big part of our life, mm-hmm. and it still is. And um, I just enjoy getting to meet new people too. Well, I can tell that and I can attest to that because I've seen you work a room and, <laughs> and I'm not good at that. And so to watch you do it so effortlessly, it's just really cool to see and, um, you know, just really proud of what you've been able to do. That. And um, so what would you say is, take me through a day in the life of yeah. Bruce Anderson. Okay. So, um you know, it's um, I work six days a week. Uh, okay. I don't work on Sunday unless it's snow or emergency. Sure. Um, Monday through Friday, uh, we're we're. Um, I use the word blessed a lot because I am like I, I yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful too. Yes. Uh, Aaron and I, we have two beautiful boys. Um, he's one of them says he's handsome. I guess I should call. Oh, boys I handsome. love that. <laughs> so they're two and a half and five months old now. So, barring they they're sleeping good and everything's good. I, I get up around. Uh, 4.30 every morning wow. to go to the gym. Um, it's it's my hour in the morning of running yeah. or working out just to get my mind straight. The last two mornings, I spent the whole time on the phone because of it raining yesterday <laughs> and being too wet this morning, yeah. rescheduling cruise. But, yeah, so I get up, I go to the gym. I try to be at work by 6.30 um, and hit it hard to about 5.30. I don't stop for lunch. I don't go out to eat. Wow. And, um, years ago, those days were more like 12 to 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh one thing Aaron told me, we've been mm-hmm. married for 
10 years now, she, she does cook. She yeah. said if she cooks, she expects me to be home. Oh, yes. You so, go, girl. <laughs> um, I try to get home between 5, 30, and 6. And it's, yeah. I hadn't as much since we've had our, our had our sons, but I, I do sometimes go back to work or look look at jobs. Yep. And now it's more of a, you know, Logan, our son, hey, Logan, let's go ride. Uh-huh. And I look at some or do something at that point. But so Monday through Friday is pretty steady. You know, it's gym, um, it's work, and then it's home for the family, hopefully mm-hmm. 5, 30, 6. On Saturdays, um, I go to work around 4. Wow. To get home by 10. Yeah. So I still get a half a day in, but I can be home by the time the boys are up going. Mm-hmm. We try to do something for lunch and spend the afternoon together. And so that's kind of how my week looks. Um, a day-to-day operations, um, we um, it's pretty hands-on in the morning, getting the crews mm-hmm. going, answering questions, um, trying to review timesheets and stuff to turn yep. into the office. My job's changed a lot. Uh, I don't. Uh, I spend a lot of time in the office, which is not that exciting. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm very. Uh, I enjoy getting out. I enjoy managing jobs and seeing jobs. And yeah. The um, so most of my day now is in the office and, and just trying to keep everything moving in the right direction. Wow. I mean, that is very routine, and I think that um, is an, a, a testament to how successful you've been. Because when you talk to uber successful people, you know, it's, they stick to that routine. And, um, that's just really fantastic that you do that. What is one lesson that you have learned along the way that you take through this journey? Um, so, and, and I will say this very respectfully is, um, you know, whether you're working in a company or you're managing people, um, I love people, but people can also disappoint you. Mm. And the one lesson I've learned and and a good friend of mine sent me a text earlier in the week, I've, one lesson I'm working on, let me okay. say this, um, and I've learned this the hard way a couple times, you've got to spend time on the good people. Mm. Let the bad ones go. Focus on who's doing things right. And that is that is one thing I've learned along the way. I'm working on it. And you you spend a lot of time putting out fires, but it's always it's always more good stuff and stuff being done right than it is bad stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I'm learning this. I'm not mm-hmm. good. At, I'm not perfect at this by any means. Focusing on what's right, you know. I think that's what it would be along the way. Because if you look at, um, you look at ten jobs, nine point five of them went right, and you had one hiccup. Yep. Just take it in stride. And I think the older I've gotten, the better I've been able to do that. It's hard. That's a juggling and, act. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very competitive, and we want everybody to have that great experience. But and if it is wrong, just own up to it. Yeah. Just call them. You know, mm-hmm. hey. Hey, Miss Sally, I'm sorry we missed this. We broke this. Yep. Um, it was a miscommunication on our part. We we failed today. We will be there in the morning, and I'll be there with them. Yeah. You know, just, just owning it. So along the way, it's just um, yeah. People can disappoint you, but you know, if you make a mistake, own it and, and learn from it. But it is always more good than it is bad. Yeah, that's great advice because we can focus so much on the bad. And and Joey and I have to remind ourselves sometimes we can be upset about something that happened and it's like, but we have so many good things happening right now. Yeah, and, and so just, you know, as y'all's business is yeah. growing, as ours is, is yeah. growing, we look at something like uh, plant replacement. Yes. So like, we're like, well, how did we lose these plants? Like, why did they die? And we're so honed in on like, we had 10 dead plants this month. But we're planning 10 times more than we ever had. Yes. So as you grow, you're going to have more obstacles. And that was something we had to really look at. Like our percentage of plant replacement is actually less now than it's ever been, mm-hmm. even though we feel like we're doing it more. And that's a really simple analogy. Sure. But as you grow, 
the battles are going to get more, mm-hmm. but you're doing so much more too. Yes. And when you spread out and, and um, more trucks, more crews, you're more vulnerable to things. Mm-hmm. So that that's all part of it too. So what motto do you live by? Um, try to make every place better than how we found it. Yeah. You know, when, when, um, when we go somewhere or see some, if it's life, if it's people, if it's a job, I want to leave my impression on it, mm-hmm. whether that's a thought, a comment, or landscape, or whatever it is. Just try to make every place better, every situation better than how you found it. I really feel that. that yeah. That's really great. And I want to know, um, you know, we have a lot of listeners that are in their careers, don't know where they want to go, or, you know, they're just getting into it. So what advice would you give anyone starting their career? Uh, call Rogers or call Anderson. Homework <laughs> yeah. at either yeah. one. Yeah. I promise yeah. it'll be great. No, it's um, you know, find something that drives you. Yeah, and I've actually told we we've lost a couple um, um younger people this year that we were molding and, and, yeah. and felt like and then the the last gentleman that left is I just was very blunt with. I said, you know, just find something that drives you. Mm. Find yes. something that motivates you because yes. if you're going to drag every morning coming in. And it's um it's not fair to either one. So mm-hmm. if you're young and looking for look look for something that's going to drive you. Yes. And I I think a lot of that stuff um, you may be surprised if you're open minded finding what does. Yep. I think any type of career, uh, and it's nothing against uh, manufacturing or anything sure. like that because we need it in this country. But anytime you can come in and see results each day, to me I think it's like hey look what I've done today. You know, you just didn't shuffle papers all day, but you you impacted something. You made something better. So find something you enjoy. Find something that's gonna motivate you, and and just be open minded about that as well. Yeah, and that that would be the best advice I have. I think that's fabulous, and you know, we've lost people along the way too, mm-hmm. and. You know, you can't get upset if they're going and following their dreams. And the trades are not for everyone. That's right. And so I totally agree. And I, and I ask people, you know, a lot of times we go out on a limb and we hire. Um, we, we've made some really good hires this year. And none of our good hires have came when we were looking. Yes. It, it was all by uh, one thing that's in our manager meeting every Monday. When we go, we have a recruitment section that Tim, a new part mm-hmm. of our team, um, he's doing a great job, but he's part of recruitment. He's yeah. always got to, you know, he updates us on leads or what we're doing to recruit. And um, I tell the guys all the time, like, we're always recruiting. And recruit may not be like, hey, come to work with us. It may be telling about your experience at yep. work. And somebody hears it. So if we're saying positive stuff. It's kind of spreading throughout. And, and most of our good hires have come from referrals or other employees or somebody saying, you know, hey, are you hiring? But I tell people all the time, we're always hiring professionals. Yes. You know, if you're passionate yes. about wanting to, you know, make a career change, come talk to us. And we've got to hire, even though we may not always have a place for you, if you get the right person, it's easy to keep them busy. Oh, yes. Find somewhere for them. Yeah, like, because <laughs> if someone will work and stay motivated, they'll find stuff to do. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's just always, we're always recruiting. Yes. (laughs) And um, we are definitely going to post all of the places that they can go and reach out to you. So um, you can get some great hires. And we're very goal-driven here. So I want to know what your current goals are. So my my goal is kind of circling back. And and I would love to be able to ask some of my team this 
because I, I want to make sure that, you know, when you're saying stuff, I want to make sure I'm practicing it too. Yeah. Right? So I, <laughs> as you're asking me some of these questions, I almost wish you could ask some of them. And, but um, my goal is very simple in business. Mm-hmm. It's to pay people better. Mm-hmm. I want to change the green industry from being a, um, an entry-level job to where you get young people through high school and college until they figure out what they're going to do mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. I, I I get that. It's uh we in the last three summers and they worked for us for multiple years. We had one young man start medical school and others other wow. started pharmacy school. Yeah. So we do recruit really good young yeah. people, right? And um, but my goal is to change change this industry from an entry level industry to be mm-hmm. a sought after career path. Love that. And to do that, we we've we've done a good job. We've given. Three raises this year. We, mm-hmm. Our bonus structure is good. Love it. Um, are, are we a, are we the highest paying place in town? Absolutely not. But we want to get to that point. Mm-hmm. We want to get to the point to where when someone is wearing our logo or our our team gear, mm-hmm. we want people to be envious that they work there. Yes. That that's a hundred percent what I'm passionate about, and I think what that's going to lead to is in the next few years is us actually downsizing some. Mm-hmm. and regrouping, rebranding. Um, one thing we're, we're also working on um, is the name of our company is Charles Anderson yep. Lawn Care Service. So um, in the 90s, when my dad left Presto, uh, it was very common to name a name of a company yes. after the owner. We want to have something that gives people something they feel like they can grow in. Love it. And you know we're we don't mind cutting grass, but we're we're like I said earlier, we're passionate about managing property. So, um, you know maybe creating a brand that our name stands for what we do. Um, so that that's something else we're working on as well. And and just so people don't think that all we do is cut grass. Oh, I know? love this. So it's uh it's funny because and I, I reference Josh a lot. Josh has been with us ten plus years, and it, it, it's a joke. He's never cut grass for us. <laughs> I think he tells a story one Saturday he cut at Huber yeah. for a few hours or something. But it's funny the people that work for us don't even know how to run a lawnmower, mm-hmm. but they're great at building patios or they're great at planting trees or installing irrigation or installing lighting. And it's, um, I just want to educate people about our company. I want people to understand what the green industry yeah. really is. I want to pay people better. Yes. You know, you want, you want to have people, I want to have people that are successful around me. Yes. And if I can compensate my team, I don't have to worry about them leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I want them to be, successful and rewarded and we're on a mission to do that and we're getting there you, know, you we're, are we're retaining people 10 12 13 years and um good people are coming to us looking for jobs yes. like that that's probably one of the biggest um compliments somebody can give me is wanting when you have a career person who is in a career and they're coming to you looking for a job because hey uh we believe in what you're doing and wanting to be a part of it that is fan fantastic and i just really see you transforming the industry and this is your chance to tell us all about charles anderson lawn care so what do you currently have going on what you're hiring for professionals just do the whole spiel yeah fair enough thank you for that yeah it's um so right now, you know, we, we are hiring in all aspects of our business. Um, we're, we're really looking for some middle management, mm-hmm. um, some men or women. And that's another thing. We have one female in the field yep. right now. And it's a, so cool. We, we need more females yep. in the field. And um, it's a typically women are a little bit more detail oriented than men. Mm-hmm. So in landscaping and perfection type work, 
we feel like it's a great need to grow the female part of our workforce. And, you know, so we're, we're looking for middle management from a standpoint of men or women that could run projects yep. day in and day out to free up our manager's time to do some other management yeah. type stuff. Right now, we're struggling a little bit from the standpoint our managers are also some of our strongest producers. Mm-hmm. So when you take them out of the field to do management stuff, it gets challenging yeah. there. But but we're we're looking we're we're hiring for all aspects. Mm-hmm. Entry level, um, it's three things to work for us. You got to have. Okay. You got to be there. Yep. You got to be willing to learn. Mm-hmm. You got to be a team player. If yes. You, I'll hire anybody that fits. I love that. Um, experience in our industry. It's not a must. Mm-hmm. Those three things are. And if you mm-hmm. can't do those three things, you don't last long. Typically. Right. So, um, but as far as from the business standpoint, uh, a day-to-day basis, we, we do everything from designing new landscaping to building patios to uh, maintaining properties. Um, we're in the process right now of finishing up a 600-acre property that we've done a lot awesome. of erosion control and seed net. We just finished a new building uh, on a college campus. We've had crews there for about going on 12 weeks, um, irrigation install, lighting install. We are a uh, Class A Virginia yep. contractor. Uh, we have our North Carolina landscaper contract, mm-hmm. contractor's license as well. Uh, we typically work in about a 90-mile radius. Okay. The Eastern Carolina trip this morning was a little bit outside yep. of that realm, but we're, we, we've done some athletic work at, um, at uh, UNC Wilmington and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we do have a a full turf division that's um, Anderson Turf Management. Yep. That side of the business is led by John Hall. John's been with us almost 10 years now as well. So cool. Uh, and he's he's very passionate about the athletic industry. Mm-hmm. We've been able to transfer, transfer a lot of that knowledge that John has over to our residential turf. And, you know, John gets, a, he him and his team, Chad and uh, Joe Pate, just joined us. They're, um, they're responsible for making all these lawns green in town and do a wonderful job at it. So... It's, uh, we feel like the turf side is going to be our first level to recruit at a collegiate level. Uh, just lo- somewhat locally, but NC State and Virginia Tech both have two-year turf t- programs. Yeah. So we're going to reach out and start doing some recruiting there. That's cool. Internships. So those are men and women who have w- went to a higher education. Yes. And they want to do work in the industry. So we're excited about the turf side of things, and John's done a great job with that. So, yeah, anything outdoors, we can help you with. We're... Um, uh, we pay your driveways, we do tree removal, and anything you need, we, we can help you with. And not only our team at Charles Anderson Lawn Care, but we have a great team of subs. Yeah. You know, we look at our subcontractors as a branch of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, just just blessed to really bring a good package um, to our clients and just take a lot of pride in what we do. I can attest to that because you've done a lot of work for us um, personally and for the business. And, you know... Sometimes we get ourselves into some situations on job sites and, um, you know, get stuck in a yard or whatever it may be. And you guys are out there so quick and always willing to help. So I can definitely attest to that. And, you know, the guys that you have working with you every day, um, they're just fantastic to work with. Yeah, and we, you know, we try to prioritize stuff like that. If you guys are calling and and we know when to to make it happen for you. So, and and we, um, I say this a lot, we're not perfect. Of but, course. But we're going to work hard to make sure yep. your experience is good. And um, so it's uh, it's not always it's not always the smoothest of things, but we, we, we do what we say and, and work hard at it. So. Well, you sure do. And, um, of course, we end every podcast yeah. with this question. Yeah. Uh, if you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? Yeah. So um, 
That that is a tough one, and, and being a big fan of your podcast, yeah. I listened to a few, and I'm not going to mention any names, but they may have stole mine last week. But the um, actually talked to Aaron about this too, yeah. Right? And uh, I have not, I have missed the part of living um, because I I was uh, just from a a personal note, I would love to eat dinner one more time with my grandfather and of my course. grandmother, and, yes, and kind of reflect on that having children and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but. With someone living, um, I put a lot of thought into this. Okay, and, and I can't a, wait. I'm not a huge sports fan, but I think it would be Tom Brady. I love this answer. And, and the reason why is because someone that has been able to to perform at his level mm. for so many years and to be driven. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife's a huge fan of Tom's too. So. <laughs> for, uh, for certain reasons, yeah. I get it. Yes. Yep. Uh, she was never a Patriots fan or a Bucks fan. She was a Tom fan. Right? I get it. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I would say Tom Brady. Just yeah. his, his passion, how driven he is and how focused he is and the um, – you know, whether it's sports or career or mm-hmm. anything, that, that focus and passion has to be there. Uh, you, when you when you own a business, you work 24-7. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, Sunday evenings, you're thinking about Monday, and it's just always there. But I've always been, uh, Tom handles himself well. Yeah. Uh, one thing that, and we've done this as well, my father and I, but Tom took a pay cut a few years ago to put more in his team. Yep. And to me, that trumped Every bad thing yep. somebody could say to him. If mm-hmm. he had been successful, he had his finances in place, he was willing to take a pay cut. I forgot what receiver mm-hmm. it was. That's a team. Yes. And that's what I try to live every day at work and at home. And, and yeah, so Tom Brady. That would be great. I mean, he is the GOAT. Yeah. And you definitely are in, in this county and in this industry when it comes to all things property management. Right. I love how you've right. been saying that and how you manage properties and everything outdoors. And I truly see you as that. And, you know, yeah. you may not know this, but when Joey and I started this journey in 2018, we said, what kind of company do we want to be like in your name came up and that. we have modeled a lot of what we do around what you guys have been right. able to do and so i just really appreciate everything you're doing for halifax county i can't wait to see the growth of your company right. and i'm excited about this maybe rebranding yep. that's exciting yep. for me and um you know i just really appreciate everything that you do yep. and you've helped us a lot yeah, say, and I, every time i talk to joy <laughs> and i've always picking y'all's brand yeah. your facility here is it's awesome Thank just you. to see where you guys have come from and where you're at now. And, you know, you can definitely see your, your trucks and, and uh, yeah. vans and stuff. And, and y'all's brand is phenomenal. I, I think I appreciate the compliment there, but <laughs> you guys have definitely set the bar high. And um, one thing, too, I like to learn every day. Yes. You know, I like to, I told somebody the other day, I like to be the, I, I like to be the dumbest person in the room. Yep. Like I want to be around smarter people all the time. And whenever I'm around you and Joy, I, I'm always a sponge Thank listening and soaking yeah. up where you, what you guys are saying and how you're doing things. And, you know, it's um, as I walked into a scheduling meeting you guys were having today, I just yep. left for one. And it, it's it's a struggle. It is. You know, and, and, and trying to meet expectations and meet goals. And it's... Um, it's a struggle every day, but yep. it's worth it. And I appreciate what y'all are doing. And yep. thanks for the opportunity to be here with you today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Continue reviewing, rating, subscribing, all of the things and providing me the feedback because I love all of it. And thank you to everyone for listening each week. We will talk to you next week on the Rogers Radio Podcast.